Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Love Talk Radio. Flurries, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes! <laughs> Bye-bye. Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open, and it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. unscrupulous and unexpected it's time for another summer of big brother yes yes my friends welcome we're going to be talking about the big brother uh game show that we always love and uh, love and watch every single well every single week three times a week sunday wednesday and thursday of course we do our show Sundays and Thursdays, and I want to welcome you guys for tuning in and joining us. It's always a lot of fun when we come on here. I'm going to talk a couple of things tonight. Um, of course, if you want to be a part of the show, it's really super easy. You just call in 917-889-7084. You can also chat with us live, uh, and we welcome you to do that. We also have a Facebook page that you're more than welcome to go to. Um, it's a Big Brother After Show. You can send me private messages there. No one will see them. You can say whatever you want to say uh, in secrecy and privacy. It's no problem. Um, but a lot of people like to send uh, messages to me there, and you're more than welcome to do that. We welcome that. Uh, if you've got a question about the show or you've got a statement you want to make and you want it to be on the show, you can do it there. Again, of course, you can call in. As always, a little bit later, we're going to be joined by our friend and um, – uh, I guess I like to call her the show correspondent, Miss Chicago. She'll be on a little bit later. Um, so basically, you know, I always like to always like to break things down a little bit of what's kind of going on, and then when we go to Miss Chicago, um, of course, we always will take some calls if you guys want to do that. But um, sometimes people just like to listen. That's fine too. Um, but. I like to kind of break down so far what's been going on so that people that don't have live feeds or don't watch them or don't have the spoilers kind of know what's going on here. Looks like I really believe, uh, and I don't know if anybody heard this, um, and, and I'll have to ask Miss Chicago when she comes on, but it sounded like tonight the last battle of the block was tonight. I don't know if anybody caught that in the, uh, I think it was in the preview in the, 
announcement during the um, show trying to tell people, you know, this week, blah, 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 blah. But it looks like this is the final Battle of the Block, or it might be the next one, but I think this is it. And rightfully so. I mean, it's getting a little a little ridiculous. I, I really didn't like how long this twist lasted. I don't think it should last as long as it did. I think I, sometimes I wonder when they go into these rooms and they decide on what to do for the show. Um, you know, I would love to sit on, in on some of these, even if it wasn't just to get the info that people don't, uh, other people don't have. But it'd just be great to really – I really wish sometimes they would, they would hear what people say. I just don't see how you can sit in a room, decide that we're going to do two HOHs, and not think for a second that they're going to figure out that all they have to do is put, you know, a strong couple up is going to going to knock them out of the bow, the bow of the block, and it's going to discredit the HOH. I mean, there's ways around this. This I guess is what I'm saying. Is there's just ways around this two HOH twist. There's there's so many ways around it. You're, it's rare you're going to get somebody who's going to say, no, I'm going to fight you for an HOH power, because really, once you become that second HOH, you can look at that person and say, look, I'll put up the weaker or I'll put up the stronger players that you can stay, you can backdoor it you want, uh, just keep me out of it and don't, um, don't, don't promise not to backdoor me. And it becomes an HOH agreement. This whole thing, I know it probably sounded good on paper, I, I sometimes wonder if they really, really think about all of the all the plans when they put them together, or if they just think, let's just try and see what happens, which I can appreciate. I can appreciate anybody that's in that kind of field saying, hey, let's just put it together and see if it works, but let's see some practicality in this. I, I have to think that, that there was something that had to be thought out that said, you know what, what if one just puts weak players up, you know what I mean, and, and automatically they can throw it and kind of control the HOH. I just can't see that nobody thought of that, and, and I guess they just said, well, we'll deal with it when it comes, but again, it just seems like it's it just wasn't well thought out. Now, I've said a couple of times, um, and I know we're not really breaking down what happened tonight before we go to Miss Chicago, but just to get off my chest, you know, there's a couple of things that I think would really make this game better. I really would like to see them take this cold, golden power of veto and make it the diamond power of veto. I, I think that I think that making the person who wins a POV capable of replacing uh, the nomination with whoever they choose since they won it is a great tactic to make the game better. I think you eliminate the floater situation. I think everybody would be playing very hard for power veto. I think you very rarely get somebody to throw it. Um, I think you make the power of veto the second most powerful uh, thing to win in the game. And, you know, they they went for the power of veto, which just, you know, it's, you know, was what it was, but this golden power veto eventually comes in and leaks in, I think, in episode in season three, and it was great. I mean, it was a great little add to the game. It's, it's a staple in the game, but I think it's time to upgrade and go to a diamond power veto, let the winner dictate who's going to replace them on the block. I think that really allows the house to divide strongly. I think that allows people to make big moves. I think it allows floaters to maybe not float so much, or if they are floating, to make a stand in that power of veto competition. Um, it, it just it blows me away. I mean, think how many power vetoes Donnie has won, and how many times he could have tur- tur- you know, turned around and said, you know, Derek, go up, or Caleb, you go up, or you know, whatever, and changed the game around completely. So I really, I, I've listen. I've sent these, I've sent <laughs> tweets over to Allison Grodner. I get no response. Uh, but sometimes I wonder these ideas. But anyway, I guess the end of this the, to 
bring it back around for full circle is that you know, I'm really I'm really glad that this this seems to be the last battle of the block. I'm I'm tired of it. It's getting old. Christine, I tell you what, Christine throwing that tonight. God, it was just it's just so annoying to watch that. It's so annoying to watch people uh, and we talked about it a little bit last night and we're going to try to not do it today. I know we did it Thursday. We're going to try to not do it today so much. But we'll probably drift in that direction anyway. But it's just so aggravating to watch people who are not out to win it. I, I mean, I, I can't imagine. Maybe it's just because I'm a, I'm a super fan of the show. Maybe it's because I just love the show so much that to me, the 500000 is great. I mean, that is, that is why you're there. It is, it is the point. But there's just a part of me that would say, you know what, when people talk about Big Brother, and maybe this is ego, and if it is, I apologize. And, and I'm not saying that I could ever accomplish this. But part of me would think if I got the call to go on, that I would want to be a legend. I would want to be one of those people that goes on the show that not all fans are going to like. You can't, you're not going to win everybody. But I think fans love strategy. They love a good sense of humor, and they love strategy. And if you can combine those two things and you're willing to make big moves or make people make big moves for you, people, people will appreciate you. They may not love you, but they're going to appreciate you. And I can't think that I wouldn't go on the show if I'm a huge super fan and not think, you know what, my goal is to win, to have a great strategy, to make moves when, they come, when, they, when I think that it's the right time for them to be done, and mix the house up a little bit. And I would think as a viewer, I, as a player, I would think of being a viewer and the things that I would want to see and the things that I would want to see somebody do in the house. And it's, it's tough because, you know, you don't, you, you know, as a player, you don't know what we know. You don't get to see the people talking bad about you or the plan for you to go up. Or, you know, as far as Donnie knows, Donnie thinks that he's got some support in the house, and, and maybe he does. Derek seems to be coming back and forth. I tell you what, I can't read that guy. You know, some days he's good. A good move for him is keeping Donnie. Some days a good move for him is getting rid of Donnie. I, I don't know. I don't even know if Derek knows. Uh, I do think he's the best player uh, this year. But um, it's really hard to think about people wanting to go in that house and just lame duck it. And I mean being a lame duck for the entire three months that they're in that house. I, I just It's amazing to me, and maybe that's not what you go in strategy-wise. Maybe Christine doesn't go in with that strategy. And, yes, she's won some HOHs and stuff like that. But I just I can't see somebody just doing the bidding of everyone else and then not realizing that they're being used to further that person's game to the end. Um, it seems to be happening at, at all times this season, and it's extremely, extremely frustrating. Um, but, I, I, hey, if I go in that house, i got a couple of – you know, we're going to do one show, and you guys will probably all tune out. But I'm going to do one show where I talk about this is what I would do if I ever got on Big Brother. These are the staples of the rules I think you should follow. Um, but, I mean, if I'm going in, I've got to feel like there's a part of me that wants to be a legend. I want to be someone that people remember. And I believe that there's two things that people remember when they watch Big Brother season after season. There's two things that happen that make you, make you memorable. You're a great winner, which means you had a great strategy, you implicated it, you had a good sense of humor – personality and gameplay were really strong with you and people like you, you Dr. Wills. You can say, you know, I like Mike Boogie, but Mike Boogie was also had a, had a good personality and he was a strategist. Um, Dan is a, is, a, is a ringer for that too. But also the, the drama. People also like drama. They like somebody who likes to stir the pot. They like somebody who likes to throw votes another way when they go into the voting booth. 
I think I think that's part of what you can do. I think you can either be a dramatic person to remember, or you can be a game a, a winner that people remember. And I just I, I think you have to go in with that thought. I would love to throw votes different ways, have people in the house think about where the votes came from, be the first person to blame somebody else for them. That's obvious. Set other people up to go home over things that aren't true. I mean, and that's happening a little bit this year, but just not strong, and the personalities aren't that enjoyable. I, it's it's a it's a. I, I tell you what, I hate to say it, it's shaping up to be a bad season, but where we're at now is uh, Battle Block Course was played, and poor Donnie, my God, that guy. You know what? Some people say he's boring. He he is boring, and, and I mean, even Miss Chicago started to kind of turn on him a little bit. I have to. I really liked him. I liked his personality. I, I still do. I think he's a great guy, but I'm bored with you already. I need you to do something. I need you to make something happen. If you want me to keep on watching you and being a fan, you've got to do something, Donnie. I'm tired of watching this. Um, I know that he's winning POVs. He's winning Battle of the Blocks, and good for him. But until he makes a move that gets rid of somebody that matters, Donnie might win at the end, but I seriously doubt it because I don't know – I mean, we, we see it another way. We see what Donnie's talking about with other people. We see Donnie's DR, or diary room sessions. We see a lot of things that the rest of the house doesn't see, but the rest of the house is the, is the, is the vote and the end of this. So I really think we're going to have a really big problem at the end of the season, and you may not get, to, you may not get the votes to win who you think should win because Donnie, at the end of the day, to the rest of the house, has not done much. Yes, he's won POVs, and we've seen it, and I like to say again that I think Donnie and Derek play a very old Big Brother strategy that I really do like, but I think Donnie's struggling because of his age, and it's hard for him to relate. Donnie should have gone a little bit more overboard to try to get to know people. Um, I think he let a lot of people come to him, and then when they came to him, he opened up. But who came to him, really? Zach a little bit, Nicole and Hayden, <laughs> Jacosta. I mean, people that, Brittany, people that really didn't, they weren't players. You know what I mean? Those alliances weren't going to be any good. Um, so if Donnie gets to the end of this thing, I don't know that he's going to get all the votes from the jury that people think he will, because I don't know that anybody has seen him, uh, has really given him any credit for doing anything. Yeah, you won POVs when you were on the block and you had no way. If you didn't win those POVs, you would have gone home. You had to win them, okay? But when it comes to strategy and making moves, it's, it's hard to see Donnie doing anything. And I hate that because I think when Donnie came in and we all heard Donnie talk, we all wanted to believe that Donnie was a really great player. And, and I still think he's good strategy mind, but I think, and I think he's good socially. But, man, when he lost those people, when he lost the people that were on his side, when he lost Jacosta and Brittany and a little bit of Devin, too, when he lost a lot of people that, were, that really were rooting for him and wanted to work with him, he, did, he never made other moves to make himself a priority to anyone else. He never offered anything to anyone. Even if you've got to, to lie to make yourself look valuable to someone. You do whatever you've got to. You make yourself look as golden eggish as you need to. And he didn't. So it's hard to watch Donnie, but at the same time, it's hard to watch somebody like Christine, who's, uh, who is not making moves either and just seems to be in the right place at the right time, being able to survive week after week after week. And for her to throw that competition, it just blows my mind. I mean, I know that Mike, Mike Boogie and Will and those guys and Dan throw competitions, but they would never, ever, ever throw a competition with themselves being on the block. I just don't think that when you're on the block and you're at the risk of going home that that's the time to throw it. I think that's ridiculous. I think you throw it when you're not at risk. 
when somebody else is at risk and they're relying on you, then you can throw it. But when you're on the line, I just don't think you do that, and I think it looks really bad for the season that this has been happening all season between Caleb and between uh, Frankie to an extent, between Pow Pow throwing at that time. I mean, it's just a lot of people throwing competitions. And the question remains is, is well, why, why is that happening? I mean, why are, why are people so interested in safety instead of, of making big moves to secure their safety down the road? Nobody has made a move to secure their safety down the road. Now what you have is you have everybody – I mean, screw it. Victoria goes home. If, if POV is going to be used, of course, we'll talk about who won the POV. But POV is used. Uh, we saw a battle block tonight. It's going to be Cody and Caleb that are stuck up there. If POV is used and Victoria goes up next to uh, Caleb, let's say, or Cody, and Victoria goes home, I mean, nothing's been accomplished. Nothing has happened. Victoria is a tough one, too, because Victoria is sitting in the house not doing anything, not making any moves not doing anything but crying because she goes up all the time. And yet, it's it's to that point where if we see her go home, we might silently be upset about that because it was a waste. It's like, God, here we are. We're so close to the end, and they're going to put Victoria up and vote Victoria out. Boo-hoo. We want to see somebody big go home. But then when she stays, it's frustrating because she's lasted another week. Victoria's just in that position where you're going to hate no matter what happens to her. Whether she goes home and you're frustrated with that because the big move wasn't made, whether she stays and lives another week and you're scared she's going to be final two. I got news. I think she's on Derek's final two list. I don't think – I mean, Cody's telling you all day – or Derek's telling you all day it's Cody. I'm not so sure that it's Cody. I almost think it's Victoria. But, I mean, Cody hasn't done anything either. He doesn't have a right to, to go ahead and get – to take him too. But he's got a lot of women votes in that jury. He's going to have Christine and all those women that are going to be under the Cody, the Cody magic. And I'm not so sure that a lot of those women won't vote for him. Now, Derek will probably get Victoria's vote. But it's just a really awkward season. It's a very frustrating season. You look at a lot of these old episodes and old seasons, and it's hard to watch now. It really is. It's hard to watch. But we've got to trudge on, and, of course, that all block happened. Uh, and Christine tried to throw it. And good for Donnie. Really, I mean, she's given she's given those bones to the play, to Caleb and Cody. It just made me sick to my stomach. I mean, you know, it's one thing to to go after, but Donnie is so he's just not. I mean, at this point, he's non-threatening to any of them. Yeah, he does need to go home, but their real problem is their own alliance. The real problem is Frankie, it's Zach, it's Caleb, it's Cody, it's Derek, it's all of these players all. They're too big. It's a too big of an alliance. You're in, what, a six-person alliance with eight people left? Are you kidding me? And it hasn't popped in anyone's brain. They're still sitting there talking about, we know we have to go after each other at some point. Well, yeah. Yeah, you do. And what the hell do you think is going to happen when Donnie or Victoria win HOH next week? I mean, get, get a clue. Get a clue. But maybe we do have a clue because here's the POV winner. It's Frankie. Frankie wins POV. And now he's talking about backdooring Zach. Do I think Zach's a good move? I don't think Zach's a great move at all. I think he'd be better off to keep Zach. These, that alliance is going to divide at some point. And when it divides up, people are going to have to have a partner. Frankie really needs a partner. If he doesn't think that Zach's going to partner up with him, he's out of his mind. Zach, for some reason thinks that Frankie's the greatest thing ever, even though Frankie's done so many things to him. 
But I understand why Frankie did that, and I, and I said that last uh, on Thursday. I, I, I understand why Frankie's made the moves he's made. I think Frankie's been one of the few people that's willing to make a big move. I know people hate that, but I think he is. He's the only one that's willing, that was willing to throw everybody under his alliance under the bus. Hey, people bitch and moan about that, but you know what? That's how this game is played. You've got to be the first to strike on your own alliance. Now he's ready to put Zach under the bus and send Zach home. I hope it backfires. I don't know. I, I think Caleb's coming down. Cody go. I think Cody's probably the better person to go home, but we're going to see. It's going it, to hopefully it'll get interesting. I keep saying that, but we're going to talk a little bit about tonight's episode. We've kind of broken to it, but that's basically what's going on after my rant here. You got a battle of the block. Obviously, you saw tonight. You're going to have Caleb and Cody still on the block. Frankie remains HOH. Frankie has won the POV. We're going to talk about a little bit about what what the conversation has been on that since Donnie is now is not eligible to go up. And it doesn't look like they're even talking about Victoria right now. So it's going to be a very interesting POV ceremony. So right now, we're going to take a commercial real quick. Then we're going to go to the best of the best of the best of the best, Miss Chicago. Then when we come back, you know, we're going to talk to her, and we're going to talk a little bit about tonight's episode. Stay tuned, folks. It's a Big Brother After Show. If you want to call in and talk to me, 917-889-7084. Hit me up on the Big Brother After Show Facebook page or join our chat. Coming up next, you don't want to miss it. We're going to miss Chicago. Hang in there, folks. Where's Jill? She's really lonely and out walking the cornfield again. Do you think they will ever find us true love? Not hanging out with us all day. We used to be lonely. Until we met on Farmers Only. FarmersOnly.com is the new online dating site for farmers, ranchers, and good old country folks. You don't have to be lonely. Folks just don't get it. I had a I told you it's just gonna be a few. It's gonna be a minute and what, forty-seven seconds. Hey man, you know it's worse going to the dentist than it is listening to one of these commercials. Tell you what, um, we're just talking about what's happening this week, and of course, I can't do the show um, without the best person in the business breaking down what's going on this season. I tell you what, she was fired up last week. I don't blame her. I'm, I'm, I, you know what, I'm bored too. I, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm bored. And if anybody who's not bored, you hate me, you don't want to listen to the show anymore, that's fine. But come on, folks, it's a boring, boring season. If this is your first season, and I know a couple, I, I hate to say that I'm mentoring a few people, but I am. I'm mentoring a few people into Big Brother. This is their first season, they're excited, they think this is great, and I'm like, hey, look, you ain't seen nothing yet. But there's one person that's just like me that's seen it all, who has their own opinions, 
Whereas her own uh, thoughts on the, on the show when she watches it. And we always appreciate it so much. And it's the reason why we do this show, because she's so damn good. Let's bring her on, Miss Chicago. Miss Chicago, are you feeling good tonight or what? You know what? Well, first of all, that never gets old. I laugh every single time you do that intro. So funny. Okay, guys. Okay, this is it. I lost ten I mean, pounds last I, I, week. Now, listen. No. I want to tell you. I want to tell you before you get going, because I know you're going to get going. Uh, people were messaging me last. I think like on Friday and Saturday, telling me it was the best show we ever did Thursday. That was, that was really due to you. Were we? And, and, we and Mr. Mr. Kelsey. We need a well, medication last Thursday. But listen, you know what we did, folks? And this is the honest attitude. You know what I said it was? I said it was that mid-season breakdown. I literally had to kick that horse. We beat that horse to death. We put, that horse is gone. Let's go for it. No more okay. about what we don't like. We got to focus on what's about to happen because, like you, you know our keen senses, that Jedi mind trick that we see in Big Brother, there's some stuff about to switch. And I told you, I said, little Miss Victoria may not be as dumb as we, which she is dumb. Well, look, yeah, she's dumb. But because but not as dumb think as she's so dumb, she's going to go a little bit further than we think she's going to go. I'm just oh. saying. Okay. I mean, if, if you'd have told me at the beginning of the season, Victoria would be would be going Here. into the last six weeks. But uh, there's no way know, I would have believed you. Isn't it funny the last couple of shows we talked about her a lot more than we ever did? Cause she's true. Kinda, I don't even know what to call her. She's like that spider web that just keeps coming back when you clean off the porch and you stand there spider web yeah. back again. Yes, she, right. she just keeps coming back. Okay, she's not that important yet, but... It's about to be some stuff going down. We're going to have an ego battle and a smart battle between Frankie and Derek. You mark my words. They are about to start fighting for. They know good and doggone well. To me, and I hate to say it, you know I can't stand to give you props like this, but Frankie is a smart player. And when he ripped himself out of that situation he did, you have to give the dude props. He's there. He ain't going nowhere without Amen. a fight. Amen. And I think that Derek definitely feels he has Cody, and I think he feels he has Caleb. He said it tonight, and I did hint this is the last double HOH thing. Of course, they have to do this because it's about to shake some grits up and put some butter in it and get it cooking. It's about to shake some stuff up. And I think you're going to start, and I hope the fans that think this is a good season, okay, you know what, I won't take that from them because I was a rookie at one point. I did watch the show for the first time. And what I saw going on, I was like, oh, my God, this is so good. So we have to let them, you know, we got to take care of them too. But know this, people. I think that with, I'm telling you, it's going to be, to me, between, oh, oh, let me defend Donnie, boo. Okay, you said it yourself. You've got to. Eight person, people in that house in the six-person alliance. Do you think that Donnie doesn't see all the side conversations? He said it tonight when he said when they speak they and we, and he knew that she threw that competition. He knew it. But what oh, can yeah. he do? What can he do? I don't know if even there was a time that he tried to have conversations with them. They were so afraid because the alliance was even bigger at that point in the game. 
what can he possibly do? And I thought about this over and over my head. I'm thinking, what could he have done? Because I do want to give him props. You can't just keep winning POVs or whatever. You can't keep winning, you know, the age And you Luck have to win. You said what now? I said the luck's going to run out. I mean, you can't just well, hold it up the rest it? of the season. You can't run but POVs what, for the next six weeks. What can he – if he – okay, to me – now, this is when it's going to come down to it. They want to get – I'm, I'm saying the same thing you're saying, that, that uh, Frankie made a comment about putting the baby to bed and then shooting it because yeah. he wants to get rid of his neck and he wants to be the one that puts the, the bullet right, in his head right. or whatever. Right. <laughs> it's like, uh, has y'all not thought about that during Derek, the one who has not been on the block not one time this whole season? Or Cody, How? who has not been on – I think Derek plays the Danielle Reyes game, and I think he does it really well. I would love to see if he's watched season three. Danielle Reyes was a, an expert at doing that, and it's like people don't even think about, never thought about putting her up. She was controlling everything okay. in the house. And I, and I, think, Derek's the same, I think Derek's the same way. Just like you said, they can't see what we see. We can't see what they see. We, we know for a fact. That Derek, I think he's, you know what, I think his game, to me, I call him a minute man because his game is minute to minute. He, anyone is dispensable. He doesn't care as long as he gets to the end. And as long as he has stronger players that are going to be on his side, I think that he doesn't care two craps who goes. To be honest with you, he has everyone convinced that, you know, I trust you, Donnie. Oh, no, well, he was saying that to Frankie. And Frankie was like with his oily face and his, cheekbone shining. He was like, oh, the only person I would trust 100% is you. Did y'all not see two weeks ago how everyone was in chaos in that house? I don't understand, right. Sam. Help me with that because you have to understand at this point in the game, you can't say you 100% trust anyone but yourself in your game. And if you're dependent, and I think that Frankie and Donnie is going to have like that, that, that Godfather power struggle, and I think that Derek is going to He's kind of on top right now because he definitely has Victoria. He definitely has her. And Donnie, well, don't you, don't you I don't feel know. like this? Let me ask you this: Don't you really feel like the people that want to be in that house are Derek, Frankie, and Donnie? They're the people that want to win. I think they're you the three what? people that really want to win. Can I? The rest of them. Can don't. I say this my No. Can I say absolutely? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's absolutely. why I'm so mad at you because I didn't want to give Frankie that respect. But after how he wiggled himself, it's like he oiled himself with Vaseline or whatever face oil he put on the night over his whole body and just wiggled out. They couldn't even, they couldn't pull him down. And then Zach's all in love with him again. Like, yeah, it was right. amazing. I don't He's like ready to put Zach back up again. I get that people don't like Frankie. I get that he's annoying. I get, uh, you know, I, I get a lot of heat. And I do stick up for Frankie because part of it's funny for me to be able to do it because – Sometimes when everybody hates one person, it's fun to jump on the board. But I really have to say, I really think Frankie plays a great game, regardless of his, of his family, regardless of his sister, regardless of how he acts. He's play, he wants to be there, and he wants to win. And, my God, he's doing things that he has to do you to know, make that happen. And you give me seven really? people that feel that way and act that way, I'm giving you a great season of Big Brother. If he's playing the game, I'm a fan. If, if you're playing you the that. game, I'm a fan. 
And this is why I love our show so much. I love when we talk and interact because people get to see both sides. We don't always agree on a lot of things, but we have to respect the game. We have to respect that people that get so frustrated that they don't, they like tune out because they don't want to see him because he's so over the top or whatever, but you have to watch a process because what he's doing is a process, the same as Derek. And I think they're going to come to heads, they're going to come to blows. I honestly believe that it's going to be about who can get who on their side to get the vote against, you know, each other. That's what I believe it's going to come down to. Derek is very freaking smart. He's very mm-hmm. freaking smart. Donnie Van State this week means nothing to me because, like you said, it's too late in the game to try to get in line. I don't know what can happen unless I, I, I'm trying to think of scenarios in my yeah, head. That alliance has to break. That alliance has to break. And let's say that let's say that, you know that goes home. The rumor is, is that, that, that Frankie's going to backdoor Zach and take Caleb down and put Zach up. They're going to backdoor Zach. But we still have a person coming back. You know what I mean? We're going to have somebody coming back mm-hmm. Thursday. So is it going to be Hayden, Nicole, or, or Zach? Let's be honest. It's not Jacosta. God bless her. But it's going to be one of those oh, no. three. No, no. And, no, and, no. and if exactly. you think about Zach, Zach, Hayden, or Nicole coming back, I think that Donnie's going to have some backup power at that point. He's going to have somebody that's going to come oh. in and rescue him a little bit. But see, I think that Donnie has seen – see, just like we can't see what they see in that house – I think Donnie has seen so much backstabbing, but he's very in tune to what these young people do, very in tune. Yeah. And I think that he's afraid of, like, um, could you imagine if Ken, Christina, and Victoria had a secret alliance? What, and then oh, Hayden came back? That would flip that house upside down. But yeah. because he saw her push her best friend out the house, and she got an alliance by, because of Devin's paranoia. That's the only reason yeah. she got in these alliances. It wasn't like she worked for them and was smart enough to think about it. Do you know what I'm exactly saying? Like, right. That's when I wish, can we just, can we sneak a note under the door in the studio and say, listen, <laughs> that's what you feel like sometimes. You think you guys would be, but see, that's why I think the point you're making about Donnie is that he doesn't have the, and, and oh, God forbid, if he did even try to bring that up, then they throw him under the bus, and he, you know, he's already a target, and he's got a double yeah, target on his back. I just don't see anything he can do. I don't see what he can do. Exactly. I mean, a lot of people say, well, Donnie needs to do this, Donnie needs to do that. Donnie doesn't you know, have any other moves. Uh, Donnie's got exactly. POV. He's stuck on the chessboard. He's just, he's, he's just stuck on a chessboard. He's trying to wiggle him way around. And I've seen him talk to people that have HOH, and they said that makes sense, and yes, I'm going to do it. And then they get kicked out. So imagine yeah. how he feels, dang, if I even try. Because I'm telling you, Victoria, there's no way in hell. Whatever he says to her, she's running to because she's not playing the game for herself. She's so enthralled in, in Derek's land. It's almost like we're on Derek's team to make Derek win. That's what I think the show has come to now. That's a good – I'm glad I said that in my mind. Because yeah. it's almost yeah, like we're playing for Derek to win. So I have to be on his side. And she's not thinking, yeah. wait a minute, wait a minute, I could – I can make something happen. She doesn't have the mindset because he psychologically has her so enthralled with, you know, her neediness that I'm comforting you and taking you and, need, you know, you need me, that she can't think down. She wanted HOH. She wouldn't know what to, it would be his HOH. She wouldn't know what to do with it. Where I would be like, Donnie, Latina, listen, we're down to the wire now. The fat is being cut off the damn meat. And this is You know what amazes me, meat. though? You know what amazes me, and, and I was saying this Thursday, but what amazes me is that none of the three knuckleheads, Cody, Caleb, or Zach, sit there and look at the other ones and go, you know what, 
we can't beat Derek in the final two. Like, we're it's not going to be able to win the $500,000 as long as Derek's there. We need you to know give it why? to Derek. You know what? No. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? I'm going to throw up in my throat right now. You know why they're not doing that? Because he's got them convinced that this is still a team effort. Yeah. They're not even looking at how small the table has gotten, how few people are still left in the house. They all just hang out together again. It's like this is where our frustration comes in as far as playing Big Brother. You have to break off and start trying to think about, you know, alliances or with people that can that you can at least, and that's what I think you're saying as far as Donnie doesn't have the capability to put in their heads. You guys, he's going to win. I don't care how much loyalty you have or whatever, he's going to win. Everyone went to that game without knowing each other. And they, you know, I understand they bond. You, you, you're cut off from the outside world and you have these bonds. You look at the picture, you feel like you're, you know, if they think that Frankie's going to take them and hang out with his sister after the show, they're delusional. <laughs> but, but if that's all you have to hold on to in that show, in that house, they kind of forget, why did I come here to play? I didn't know Derek before I came to this show. And I think I think Frankie, he's got the POV. I really, really wish, and I know it's not going to happen, but I wish that Frankie, having all the power that he has this week, would say, you know what, if I get rid of Zach, and I hope, and I think he's smart to figure this out by, third, he, by, by when. No, if he did. If he got rid of Zach, if, he's cutting off if his he right said, arm. I can't afford to get rid of Zach because at some point this alliance is going to break, and I'm going to need that solid partner, and that solid partner for me is Zach. Sam. I need to take How out Cody. I need to take out okay. Cody and take out Derek's support and get rid of Cody yes. and make us a little bit more even in this game. Let me tell you something. That's why we get so frustrated. This is what makes Big Brother so good because on the outside, that's exactly what I would do. What he's doing is allowing Derek to have his right and left arm. That's Cody and that's Victoria. And what he's going to do is cut off his right arm and be playing with one and then try to scramble at the end if someone else comes back into the house where he has the power now. I think Cody... I don't care about no skittles in the back. I'd be like, Cody, you need to go up. You know, yeah. at least, you know, Caleb volunteered three times. Derek's never been up, but that's the guy. So they're scared of him. He just sits back and watches them play it out, which is so amazing to me that they just let him do that. And then, you know, someone just caves and says, okay, well, I'll do it. No. I just told Cody, it's a consensus. It's us against you. You need to sit up there. But they won't do it. And I know Cody I think, is counting on their people. They just feel, I think they just feel like there's safety in numbers. I think they're still under this mentality that if we're that part of this six, then we're okay. We're okay. Just as long as we keep the six together, we're okay. We're okay. We're okay. We're okay. We're okay. And, and it's running out of time. Go to the end. Exactly. Do you feel my point? And I think, Absolutely. and I'm going to tell you something. I was frustrated. I mean, you know I, I went off. I needed, like, counseling last week because I was just at my wit's end. And, but now I'm starting to think, you know what? It's, this is the frustrating part. You wish that someone would think when they're up all night and they're laying in the bed and shaking their foot, they're thinking, wait a minute, hold up. Derek is running this whole damn game. He's never been yeah. on the block. Cody's never been on the block. How has, not, how has that not even a, maybe Caleb can go to, to Donnie and say, listen, now Victoria, I, I think she's so deep in because she's a female. She's so, and I hate, I hope the females don't get mad at me, but with nurturing people, I think that he's enthralled her so much in his glitter that, that I don't think that she'll turn on, on Derek. I don't. I just, but, You know what? <laughs> I, I'm really mad that Big Brother didn't put strong women in there. I don't know if it's because they can't find any. 
I don't know if they're having trouble finding the new Janelle and the new Danielle Reyes and the new Danielle Donato I don't, and the new Rachel. I don't know if they're having trouble finding that woman mentality of I don't I'm I'm woman hear me roar. You're not going to tell me what to yeah, do. I, I don't fight. know yeah. that. I don't know if they're having trouble finding. It seems like it'd be easy to find. I mean, women are are very yeah. strong now and they're very independent. Think about it. But it's like they, think about they put it the right worst now, type of Christine, women in. With Christina and Victoria right now, they could flip that house. Donnie has no one. He's so thirsty for anyone to approach him. He would be willing to do anything because he sees what these guys are doing. It's like fish in a bucket. They're just but picking Christine out the fish both, they want to do. You know, Christine hates and, Donnie with a passion. She calls him his, her nemesis is, is Donnie. That's what Christine says. But why? Donnie was right about Christine because Donnie told Nicole that Christine was in the bomb squad when Nicole was HOH. And then when Nicole went to Christine... When, the, when Nicole went to Christine and asked her about it, she was like, oh, that Donnie, damn him. Yeah, I guess I am in the bomb squad. Sorry, I didn't tell you. But he shouldn't have told you that. And I was, you know, and it was like, whoa, wait a minute. He just told me the truth. You admitted to it. But she's so mad that he exposed her that she's hated him since that day. And, see, you know what? That's what pisses me off because for me as a Big Brother fan and then going into this game, knowing what Big Brother's all about, I would have shook his hand and respected him for that because he yeah. has no other choice at this point. And this is why I get mad with people going to block and say, well, Donnie's not doing anything. He tried, but he's very subtle with his approach because he doesn't want to go in too hard. He's just trying to, you know, fish that line out there. And she took it for a minute, and then she went right to her, and then they kumbaya and hugged it out. Okay, yeah, right. yeah, okay, yeah. And that's what I don't get. That's when I think the people, I got mad after. That's why I was so heated last week because a lot of people, of course, didn't get to go on the show, which was the best show ever I think we could have done, was that so much had happened. Then the next time you see it, it's like they're all hugging and eating Doritos together and kumbaya. And I'm like, what happened? Wait, I think it's just, I think know, it's the group mentality. I think if they if they feel like, well, before we let the group break up, well, there's two more people, there's three more people we can get rid of. Let's get rid of those three before we turn on each other. I'm going to tell you right now, a lot of people don't like the things Frankie did, but seeing that Frankie actually was able to get back in the good graces of everyone, well, I, I think he made the best move. He tried, to get the, he tried to get those four power people up on the block. I can't fault him and for that. And that was a smart move on his part. Just like right. Donnie was trying to tell her friend, she's going to throw, she has an alliance you don't know nothing about. And even when she admitted it, she still went out the house without a bag. She was like, well, I don't want to say anything. Then she gets out there with Julie. She was like, I can't stand him. Well, why don't you say something before you left the house? But do, you, do, you really think that, do you really think Nicole would come back with any kind of different game? I mean, if, if, I know Jacob, let's just put Jacob out. Do you think Nicole coming back is a, is a waste? I feel like she is, but do I you is, feel like that? You know, I'm, you know what, Sam? I can't even see. I'm so insulted you would ask me that. Are you asking well, me that question? Well, I mean, we've only got, we're only going to have three choices. You know, it's going to be probably Zach, you know, Hayden, or Nicole, but a lot of people want Nicole to Listen, come back. Why? You know, so my question is, do you she, think she would do anything? No. I don't either. Because without Hayden, she just broke completely down. She had yeah. an opportunity. She was confronted with information. She grew some balls, and then they just shriveled down like cold water, like putting an ice bucket. She just lost yeah. it. No, why would you waste that and bring her back? They need to get Hayden back in that house. They need to get Hayden back in that house. And if anything different than that, it's a waste to me, and it's going to defeat me more. And I think that if you I, – I want the fans, like you said, you have a lot of fans that you're mentoring and stuff. I love that because 
if they see how this house would be shaken up, they would really appreciate it. They think what they're seeing now is good. Oh, my God. You get hate back in that house and you got Victoria. But I don't know. See, Victoria still, still to me is so enthralled with Derek. I don't know who could sway her because she's not really close to, to uh, Donnie like the other girls were, you know. So I think Donnie, going forward, I think it's going to be, I'm, I'm telling you, it's going to come time down to a game of the minds, and that's going to be with Frankie because he's smart and he loves to be on camera. I don't think he's on this show to get more fame. I think he's on the show just to be on camera. And he's well, going to and, go out with That might life. be true. That might be completely true. But I also think and I also do believe that as much heat as I get for defending Frankie, I feel like Frankie's one of the few people that is willing to do something major. I think he wants the attention, and he's willing to do a big game move to get that attention. And I don't think that's necessarily bad. I think that he well, is he, willing to, to put I – think, I think had the fight not happened – had the fight never happened, I think right now in this exact same scenario, had the fight never happened last week, Frankie would be considering putting up Derek right now. But I think he's scared to do it. But I think if, if the fight had never happened and he never gotten caught, this would be the time Frankie would have made a huge move. And that's why I hate well, about yeah. the fight. Yeah, because now he knows that they're skeptical about trusting him. And you know Derek knows that he has Caleb and Cody in his back pocket and Victoria. He's sitting pretty right now. He's sitting right. pretty. And I, you know who I think I think maybe the flip card, believe it or not, it may be uh, – it's not going to be Zach. I hope that he does it. If he backdoors Zach, he's dumb. Frank, if he does that, he's dumb. I, I, think think that, I think it'll be his worst move. I think it'll be his worst I move in the game. The only one who might even consider the thought of Eric would be uh, uh, Caleb. I think it's going to be yeah. Cody. I think it's going to be Caleb. But, that, see, this is what you're saying about Donnie needs to step up. Because, you know, he goes, he switches from week to week. He gets emotion. Just bring up Amber or whoever. He'll, it, just bring that up. And his mind will just, that's All you have to him. do is say Derek was going to send home Amber. And Derek was the mastermind exactly. mind sending home Amber. Make up a whole bunch of shit. And, and Caleb's going to be all over it. Yeah, that's what exactly. they've done to him all season. Yeah, they've been playing, they've they've, they've been playing games. Yeah, playing mind games with them. And I think that Derek is sitting the priest in the house because he knows that they, he's probably shocked that they haven't, no one has really made a big move. Well, I think this would be the week to do it. This is the week, I think, and you know we say this, we say this every week. We say it every week, and they were like, wah, wah. <laughs> That's like repeat, record, rinse, repeat. Yeah. Honest to God, if he sends back out that house because this is what Derek and I want him to do, he is a fool. And I'm sorry, you have to take some points for him if he does this. Because he should Absolutely. be sitting there thinking, well, wait a minute, hold up. You still got your boys over there with you. You got Victoria over there with I you think, most look, definitely. I think, I think the best thing that Frankie can do right now is just hold the power veto, put it in the box, put that little thing back in the box and say, I'm not changing nominations, yep. let the house go yep. crazy over it, let Cody yep. and Caleb throw a fit, and let it all just yep. happen. And then force Keep the up. house to choose between Caleb and yeah. Cody, because those two guys are the support beam for, for Derek. You take a blow at Derek, no. you try to smooth it out with Derek and say, Derek, we can't make it with those guys. You've got to let one of them go home. I'm sorry you don't understand. Let it all happen. Then you've got to realize that you're going to have a, replay, a player returning. When that player returns, whether it's Nicole, Hayden, or if it's, if it, well, gosh, if it's, if it's Cody, it would be great. But I don't think it will be Cody. I think it's going to be Hayden. I don't think Cody – Cody's not anything people thought he was. I think if Hayden comes back at that point, 
then you meet with Hayden and Hayden and Donnie, and you go Frankie, Hayden, and Donnie, and you look at three, the two of them, and you go, look, I just I just kept nominations the same. Donnie can verify it. I was the one who got Cody sent home. It's time for us to make a stand in this house. I'm, I am out of that group for now. I mean, I am kicked out. They've yeah. got torches and pitchforks after me. I need this alliance. Yeah. Donnie, you need this alliance, and Hayden, you need this. Yeah. Let's, go to, let's go to war. Let's go to war. And, 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 and let's play so I think that's what he's been waiting for, but he can't go against these people right now as much as he wants to because he what what can he gain from that? They're not he sees how they turn on each other fast. He's seen all this in that house. And I'm sure he's seen a lot that we don't see. And I have really to, let's say he does put up Zach. Let's say he does what he's talking about doing. Let's say he does put up Zach and he sends Zach home. Let's say he backdoors Zach. What do you think's gonna happen if yeah. Zach's the one that comes back? Zach is not gonna forgive you. You know what I mean? Zach is not going to forgive you. You might as well put yourself in a position to hope that Hayden comes back and you can work with Donnie and the three of you guys can do something in the house and divide the house a little bit. But I just I think if he does Zach, I think he's a fool. I think it's going to backfire on him. He would, if he were to send out Cody, then he could at least work with Zach and Donnie and pull Zach out of that and say, Zach, they wanted me to backdoor you. You already have the suspicions. I know you don't trust me. I'm telling you 100% truth. They wanted me to backdoor you and send you home. I'm the one that didn't use the POV. Do you really right. think that Derek wanted me to keep Caleb and Cody up? Think about this. Do you really think he wanted me to keep them on that block? No, he wanted me to take one down and put you up. Exactly. It's time for me and you and talk to Donnie and let's make something happen to divide the house. Somebody's got to do something. Not going to have goosebumps because that's what we want to happen. What do you think is going to happen? It's not going to go down that way. But you know what? I'm having a little faith. I'm truly trying to be, be a true big brother fan to all the new people that are watching and not like last week, oh, we were out of control. We got our emotions. Well, I know I was just a mess. I think we were saying what people were feeling. I think what we said last week, as harsh as it might have been, was why everybody liked that show last week so much that we did, was because we spoke what people were feeling. We, we, we spoke the frustration that everybody had. Nothing was and happening. So we, Nothing was going on. What we have to do now, and this is the, the hardest part about watching Big Brother and being a super fan, is that uh, you have to take a deep breath and you have to go week by week, hour by hour, day by day, because everything can change. And you never know what someone's thinking about when they lay down in that hammock at night or when they're bed at night. You know, I'm thinking they're going to start thinking smart. And I think Frankie will be the one, and I hate to say, you know, I'm not a fan, but I do respect, you know, watching him more with his play listening to you and us not just, you know, going against each other, I do kind of see what you're saying. I think that it's going to come down to Frankie making a smart move or Derek still controlling everything as far as having Caleb, having Cody, and having Victoria. I think Frankie right. needs to really realize that Zach is his right-hand man. He is his right-hand right. man. As crazy as he is, he needs him. And then it can sway Donnie. Donnie is the easiest person for anyone to get, not put on a block, but to work with, because it's coming down to numbers now, and numbers that's are right. high. And that's, and and so that's why know. I tell people, you can hate Frankie as much as you want to. People out yes, there hate him. I, I mean, hate him. I, you can hate yes. Frankie all you want to, but I'm going to tell you one thing that's going to remain to be true for the rest of the season. The only way you're going to get a good season for the remainder of the season is if Frankie is your hero and does something that is not expected yes. in the house. So you can I hate agree. him all you want to. Well, you can hate him all you want to. But at the end of the day, folks, He's going to be the one that's going to change the game. He's the only one that has the ability to do it. We he's just the only don't one know if he does. 
if he, we don't know if, if he do does it. That's exactly right. Exactly. That's right. And then, like I told you, we were laughing about Victoria. She may just kind of slide through to, well, it's crazy to me how this game is going. And a lot of people that have watched it for the first time, oh, my God. At the end, they kind of go in hard with the different scenarios. And the, like you said, the, the, the diamond power, what was it that we love so much? Was it the diamond power veto? That diamond power veto, yep, allows the winner yes. to replace the nominee. Yep. Exactly. And that can change the game completely. And I love to see the dumbfoundedness on their faces because they're like, oh, my God. Like, what are we going to do now? Then they scramble. Well, that's but why you know it's what? a social game. Pandora's box can still be played this season, and it's about the top four. Where's it at? It can happen. This is usually the time of the year that it gets played in. If we're going to get it, it's it's going to be coming in. It's going to have to come during a single HOH, though. And I almost wonder, I almost wonder if Thursday we get the the eviction, we we get told it's one HOH, it's going to be single HOH, we bring one person back to compete, one person comes back to complete, the winner of that HOH gets a Pandora's box. Now that changes, yeah. that could make the game bounce back out. Yes, exactly. And we got to get these guys to play against each other because if we think everyone's so good, personally I don't think Cody's good at all. I think he's just been on a good team with, with Derek. Derek is awesome. Yeah. I'm not going to take this from him. I don't even know who could win against Derek, to be honest with you, other than Victoria because they'd be so shocked that she's sitting there with him. I could see, I could see, that's the thing, and that's what we were talking about, is that, you know, the, the players vote. And being that the players vote, being that the players vote, it's hard to know whether or not they know what we know as far as do they really see what Derek's doing that we see that Derek's doing? Are we, they really seeing what Frankie doing that we do? Okay, fans, this is why we love Big Brother, because we're all – freaking paranoid. It's like we're in the house with them. We're, we're like playing the game. And that's a good, right. uh, good madness. It's, uh, we're actually playing the game with these people, with all these different interjects and what should happen, what could happen. And, I mean, it's like a, a freaking chart that you have to keep up with. That that's gets right. Exhausting. And it doesn't not get exhausting to you. I mean, I get so exhausted because my anxiety goes up, my blood pressure is going up. I would, I'll be honest with you. I would rather be exhausted because of the excitement than exhausted because of the boredom. And right now I'm exhausted yeah. because of the boredom. You know, I'm exhausted if because I, I'm seeing the same thing. Yes. You know what I told Sam today? Um, he was, because he always asked me about it. He was like, well, you show some nights tonight. I was like, I know, honey. I said, but it's so predictable. Like, we know no, who's no. going up. We know, you know, and, and I hate to say that, Sam, because our music so so enthusiastic and I'm so this and that. And y'all could hate on Jeff and Jordan all y'all want to because I've seen him on Facebook. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. And I didn't even that's respond. Right. I'm like, really, Sam, that's okay. You know where I'm at. He, he, I was just I'm trying to pull you out. <laughs> I was like, if you're trying to throw, throw some shade at me, you know you know what? Well, I just, now, now, listen, and we'll talk about people that we like now. We can get excited about Listen, I, I love Jeff in 11. Jeff was great in 11. Jeff was himself in 11. I, 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 I like Jordan in 11. They were great in 11. I really did like Jeff a lot. And I was excited. When Jeff was coming back in 13, I got so excited to see him in the house. And then the way that he acted, though, where he felt like anytime somebody was talking about maybe putting them up or whatever, him throwing a fit in the house, I just kind of felt like he got a little bit to the point where he was acting like he was too good to go on the block. And I didn't like that about him. To me, that wasn't him. 
and I actually watched it with your response. And I was, you know, I had to think back, and I was like, okay, Mary, you know, put down your feelings and just see how you could see it that way. I guess he did get a little bit cocky, and I don't yeah. like when anyone gets mad when someone makes a power move because that's what you're there to do. I don't like when they get mad at that. And that's what I heard yeah. about last season. Every time well, someone made was, a power move and they beat well, you before you made the move, they got mad. And I guess I kind of see your point that's with right. that. So but when I he got the jury, you remember he was in the double eviction, and, and Shelly made the oh, right move. I, I mean, know, when she came to the house and he gave her He made her the right time. move by sending him home, and, you know, by voting him out. And the way that he acted in jury was like, okay, it's over. It's, you know what, I mean? you're out. It's a game. You're out. She's out now. I think she was, she was voted out right behind him. And, of course, you know, he was giving her a hard time in the jury house and kind of giving her a lot of grief. And I was like, you know, it's over. If any – Jeff from 11 knew it was a game. Jeff from 11 would have laughed off and said, you got me before I got you. I felt like Jeff from 13 felt like he was self-deserving. That's what happened. She got him and stung him before he stung her. And I kind of – because, you know, I watch – I go back in the archives all the time. And uh, for old times' sake, just to keep me, you know, thinking about why I like the show so much, and that's a good point you made. And he's, you know, from Chicago, of course, I have to support. But he's not a bad person. I think that he kind of no. did get a little bit funky. And he was kind of made that she, she was playing the game. And he should respect Jeff her for that. Jeff was my favorite player in the house. When they went to the jury house, yeah, we're in here together. We're not going to win. So let's just kumbaya and talk about, and you know. He wouldn't let it go. He kept going on and on and giving her a hard time. And I was like, okay. Even Brendan has let it go by now. Brendan's not even mad at anybody. And you're still mad at Shelly. And I felt like, you know what, this is just not the guy I like. And I liked him in 11. He was one of my favorites. I just thought that he was a different guy in 13. I didn't feel like he was the same person. You talking about Brendan? No, I'm talking about Jeff. Well, you talking about I Jeff. I just felt like Jeff was different in 13. I didn't feel like he was the I same Jeff. He, you know what, I think he went in with expectations that he was so popular, that he was, you know, so liked by America, that he was going to go in there and run that game. And I think that Shelly, it was, it was kind of bold, though, how she played it out. But I think Absolutely. she was really hurt. But, she was, but you know what? She was playing the game. And I felt, you know, once once I watched your blog, and I hate to admit this, I was so mad at you. But I was like, damn, you're kind of right. You know, she had a right to play her game the way she wants it. Everyone in this house has the right to play the game they want to play it. And that's what needs to be spot on. I'm so sick of these, these the votes that are 13 to 1, 11 to 1. I mean, no, not right. even the 1. You know, I mean, I'm that means that no one's playing for themselves. And I think Shelly was like, you know what, I'm going to do this for me. And she did it. And I think Jeff should have kind of gave her some slack and said, you know what, let's hug it out. I, we cool. Whatever. Exactly. And I think Jeff from 11 would have hugged it out with her. I think Jeff from 11 would have said, you got me, Shelly. I shouldn't have done right. that. You know, it's my fault. And 13, he was so angry at her when she got into the jury house. And I was thinking, oh, you're, acting like you're, you're acting like everybody was supposed to just let you and Jordan win, and that was it. Right. And it nobody was exactly. allowed to think about not and letting y'all win. Because I was thinking, you know what, you're right. And I was seeing the blog, I was like, you know what, they're right. But I was blinded because, you know, you know I love Jeff and Jordan. But, you Absolutely. know, the truth is And when I looked at what you were saying and how people were responding, I kind of got it. You know, he gave her a hard time. And I thought, and for her especially, I think she was like, to me, like the, um, our guy we love now, uh, Donnie. You know, she was mm-hmm. the, oldest, you know, the oldest person in the house, smoking her cigarettes and, you know, <laughs> trying to keep it together. And I think she got so emotionally involved with them that when she made a move, he attacked her. And I think that probably, you know, was not good for her 
as a woman and older, you know, it kind of embarrassed me when sure. you said it, put it out there. I was like, damn, I don't think about him like that, but well, anyway, do you I think, still love him. Do you, would you, would you, would you, I know he says he won't do it, which actually aggravates me, and I wish somebody would tell him, just um, do it. Would you like to see him play by himself? I, I would like to see him play alone. You know what? Because I think Jordan, I, I think in a way, although Jordan's good, so I, think I think Jordan harbors him. Himself, I think he'll play damn good. I think most of his game was playing for, he was like playing for two people. That's exactly I right. That. So exactly if I could right. see him play for him, you know what? You know how we feel about putting our status on people that we feel are legendary gamers, like real yeah. gamers. Oh, my God, females against the men, the strong men and the strong women, it would be amazing. I would love to see how far he would get. I would love, I but think you he, know what? With all, all these years being, you know, going by now, would it be, wouldn't it be kind of weird to have him come back? Because we already know their game. We already seen their season. Or would uh, it be not like if he comes back by himself. Not if he comes back by himself. I think if he comes well, back by himself, people won't know what to think. <laughs> Because I think that Jeff, and I do like Jordan a little bit. I'm not going to bash her. But I think we've seen stronger winners in the past. But I think that Jeff did have to carry Jordan, and he did have to play for two people, and he had to think for two people all the time and tell her, hey, look, don't say this to so-and-so. Don't do this. And then deal with being in an alliance as well and keep themselves protected. I think Jeff by himself could play a very good game. I would love to see Jeff play by himself. But, you know, I can wish him because I loved them so much, and they weren't even like a, a, the first season they had just met on the show. But I just right. I don't know what it was about Jordan that just I don't know what's so endearing about her. I I can't I can't, I know people don't like her. She would you can't compare it to any of the strong women that we know that have played this game. I know you can. I don't well, think she just, don't even don't even do that that breath. Don't I, I, even. I think I love her. <laughs> here's the thing. I, I I think that I think Jordan was. I think Jordan was the right winner at the right time, and this is why. Because this game had gone on for so long of being, especially the Evil Dicks, the Dans, the Wills, the Boogies. You had so many people that were lying, conniving, uh, you know, evil people that I think it turned a lot of people off. They, they said, you know what, I don't want nice. They needed the good person to win, and Jordan yeah. was totally the good person. They needed that good person and a female to win that yeah. season to turn things around. I do. I think it absolutely – I think it helped the show a lot because there were a lot of – I remember I remember I cheered for Jordan when she won because Natalie was awful. I couldn't stand Natalie Martinez. But, you know, I think that that was a good – I think that was a good moment. I think she was a winner that they needed to have at the moment they had her. So I don't discredit her, but I think, I think her and Jeff in thir- and 11, when they originally were on, were very true. Yeah, I think that, yeah, I think they were just very, both very, very likable. You know, and I think they're both very real. But, you know, we, we need to see, and I, I trust me, I, I follow you, you know I do, and I read, and I'm just thinking, you know what, we need a season with some cutthroat, strong players that, especially women, that just know how to play the game. You know, looking at Victoria, it's, it is, it, 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 uh, and Christina, and, you know, I mean, Nicole, and, just weak, weak, weak players. I think that they just got weak women this season. Yeah, I don't think that they had any strong women this season. And, unfortunately, I think it hurt everyone who's a fan of the show because we really need to see strong women. The seasons are always better when there's a, when there's a strong female in the house that is battling back and there's always this division of men versus women. 
I think, especially when it gets to, like, the final six, I think it's a great – I think it makes for a great season, and we just didn't get that. And you know what? We've said this before. I think it's the best season when you have the house divided because you're yeah, both battling each other. That is 100%. Like the best no one comes down. No one – they say how they feel. They stay up all night fighting. What is the alcohol this season? They need the alcohol. There's no yeah. alcohol. And that's yeah, the problem. But you know what's what's interesting is that usually in a good season, within the first two or three weeks, you can tell the high, the house divides. And lately, it's just been like everybody just kind of hangs out together until the end of the show. Like there's never there's either a big alliance that just runs everybody out, or or there's just everybody just kind of gets along. And it's boring. I mean, we want to see a house that divides from week three on. I can't believe this season, as far as we are. That these guys are also getting along, and you see Cody, if he's that hat he wears, that, that camouflage hat, he puts it on to the front, then he turns it to the back, then he puts it on to the front. You see Frankie walking by every mirror and looking at himself and doing some adjustments. You see, I, I've never seen a season like that. I've never seen these people that are just all getting along and cool by the eye, and after everything that becomes exposed and explosive, they still just figure out a way to just hang out together and just say, well, you know what? I think it's a, I think it's a season of concern about how people look. I think they're very concerned about how they look to the outside. I think there's a very much a desire to either be popular with people on the outside or be get along. And maybe that's because last year it was so awful and the things that were said were so despicable and they saw so, so much hate and people getting fired from their jobs and things like that, that maybe they just decided, you know what, on a subconscious level, I'm just going to play it as even kill as I can, not ruffle any feathers, just get along with everybody I'm in the house with and not say anything bad. But I just maybe last year just really scared a lot of people from, from being aggressively aggressive towards each other. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe just it, it, the Amanda thing scared people off maybe. Do you think that maybe production thought about that too? Because they had such a bad season last year, and they took a—I oh, mean, yeah. they took a major media hit. Yeah, so I, do you I think, think that so. production had a lot to do with that too. Say, you know what, guys? We know you had opinions about certain things, but you know, let's kind of keep it. You know, do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I—I I don't know what's going on this season. I, I don't—I can't. Well, I, think, I think about I it. Love think about it. Zach calls Nicole a, a Fruit Loop dingus, right? Nicole yeah. laughs it off and cries in private. And, and, and I think without season 15 being there, I think, I think you would have had somebody stand up and say, no, don't say that. That's ridiculous. There's no reason to insult somebody when they're going up on the block. You know what I mean? There would have been somebody that would have stood up to it. And I think now it's kind of like, okay, let's just, don't, let's just leave it alone let it go away. There's a lot of leave it alone let it go away. The fights, the, the name calling, just leave it alone let it go away. That's just Zach being Zach. Let it go. You know how he is. And I think in prior seasons, if 15 hadn't happened, I think there would have been more people that said, screw this, I don't let you talk to me like that at all. We're going to have it out right now. You know, and I just think that yeah. most people now are just kind of like, you know what, with everything, that, with everything that happened last year, I'm just going to back off. And I think that that, that really is a true, true uh, scenario because I'm thinking about someone like Derek, who you know, I'm sure he loves his wife, loves his daughter, loves his family. I think he would have stood up and said, or even Derek. I mean, uh, not Derek, uh, Derek himself, Donnie. but even Donnie. You know what yeah. Thank you. Donnie would have said something. But I think that, and you know, what can we do to, to I wish we could talk to production or, or CBS or someone to say, listen, 
you know, we know what the fans want, and we know how the game well, should be because it's changing to me so much. I think I think the biggest problem is, and I, I got your commercial in a second, but I think the biggest problem is is that there was a time. I tell people this all the time; people don't realize it, but CBS has the final say so on everything. You've got Big Brother, you have the casting company that does Big Brother. The casting company also does Big Brother Canada, and they've done a fantastic job casting that in the last two years. So I know it's not the casting group. There's a, there's a casting group that's independent, that's hired, that comes out, does the interview, says, hey, we think these are the best people for it. I'll give you a great example. In season eight, Evil Dick had tried out for two seasons to get on Big Brother. He tried out in season six and season, uh, season five, season, season six, and then season seven, he realized it was an All-Stars and he didn't, he didn't try out for it. Finally, he tried out for season eight and got on season eight. When it came mm-hmm. down to Evil Dick, when it came down to Evil Dick, the, the uh, people who do the hiring, the casting, said, we think this guy would be great. He's been coming to all the auditions. We really considered him for five. We really considered him for six. We really want to put him on the air. CBS met with him, did an interview with him, and CBS said, no way do we want him on the air. He's too, he's too vulgar. He, we can tell there's going to be a problem and all this other stuff. Casting went to fight over it, and they got Evil Dick on Season 8, which changed Season 8 completely. Without Evil Dick, Season 8 wouldn't have been probably near as good, whether you like him or hate him. He's still, he's still yeah. made people watch. Right. This, the problem is, is that CBS now has the power to eliminate anybody that the casting thinks should be good. So if casting puts through 20 people, CBS gets the final say-so in the final 16 or the final 13. And I think that's where you have your problem. I think CBS is trying to keep everything stereotyped and keep it the same way as always, thinking that it's going to work. And I just think that they need to trust casting to do the job. I think they need to trust casting. You know, Jeff almost didn't get on if it wasn't for casting fighting for him. Dr. Wild wasn't going to get on if it wasn't for casting exactly. going to bat and telling CBS. Yep, that's true. You, that's people right. would not believe how many of these great players that we love we're on the verge of being thrown out if casting hadn't stepped up to CBS and said, no, we want Jeff Schroeder on the show. And Jeff Schroeder was one of the guys they said CBS did not want. They didn't want Evil Dick. They didn't want Dr. Will. They didn't like Mike Boogie. These are all the people that they didn't like. They're all the best players that made the season yeah. the best. Exactly. Let casting exactly. do their job. Let casting find these and people and says CBS in. You know what I think it is now with the social media, with, with you have Twitter, you have Social media has grown since the season, since Big Brother started. It's like a social game now as far as the media. And I think they're so concerned since last year how much went down. You know, I think they're so afraid of letting people just be wrong, be themselves. And I think last year, uh, if we'd have done this show last year, I would have checked out. It was emotionally draining for me. There's no way we could have finished it. No, 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 there's no way. I mean, I had the moral compass. I had. I mean, it was just. I just. I was. I was just disgusted by so many things. This year, we're hanging out. We're we're, we're pushing through, and we've said it since we started doing the show. I think since the first or second week we've been doing this. And um, last you week, you know was, what? Like I said, you know, this season to me, this season to me is a good cast, but nobody is. It's a good cast without any big moves. It's a good cast. I mean, the cast is all entertaining. They just nobody's willing to do anything. It's just a it's a it's a season of big alliance, and that makes the season very 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 boring when you have well, ten of sixteen people me, in alliance. Let me say this to you because I I call you I call in because of you I call in and I follow you on Facebook because of you 
because I love your passion for the show, and I think you're completely, absolutely on point with a lot of things. You said earlier before I came on, no, seriously, I'm not joking. Like, I wouldn't, I have to be at work in the morning, but I will stay up for the show. Um, I said earlier, you had hit on so many good points about, you know, when you go on the show, you have to realize that it's not just you playing the game. You have to know that fans are watching you. You were a fan before you got on the show. And keep That's that right. in mind as far as being a game. And that That's is right. so profound because I feel the same way. I'm not going to say I could do what they're doing, but I can say that if I went on, I would have the mindset as you. I know what these people want. I know how I want to play my game and be true to myself. I would get through casting by being myself. And I, I think that... Yeah, I want, to, I want to do the things that people want to see from me. I want, if, I'm a, if I'm a viewer, and I've been a viewer since season two, I want to do the things that made me go, oh, man, that gave me goosebumps on Thursday night. I want to do the things that make people yeah, excited about the show. And make the exact, what do we say, excite, make them want to see again. That's when right. When we talk, want them want to call in and hear us talking because we're so passionate about the show. And it's exactly. also scary, but it's just a hobby for me. Like, you know, some people like to drive NASCARs or whatever or motorcycles. I love talking about Big Brother because I have not met anyone, honest to God, and I've been watching the show since season one. And, um, for the first conversation we had, we just hit it off so good because we just went in hard. We went in about how we That's felt. Right. And I think, like you said, we speak where a lot of people don't know how to express themselves or they're new to the game, don't understand how it, you know, figured it out yet. We know what it's about. Right. And so since the, I think since the second, first show maybe, or the second show, we've just been vibing ever since. And it's, That's right. it's amazing. I'm forward to it every week because I can bet. And I thank you so much for letting me vote last week. I had a meltdown. I thank you for letting me do that. <laughs> Sam took it to my no, weekend for commerce. People, <laughs> people wanted that. People wanted it, and they needed to know that they're not alone. And when you, when you went, when we went off, when you led it, when you led the charge, and I followed you, <laughs> people felt that. People feel the exact same way. You're not alone, and that's the thing: is that there are other yeah. big fans who have seen those past yeah. seasons that are desire, their desire to see that again, is killing them. It's almost like they'd rather see the show canceled if this is what we're going to get. You know what I mean? And it's hard. Yeah. It's very hard as a fan to keep watching and know that feeling of, God, God, if I don't get a thrill out of this season, then I, I, don't, am I, I don't know if I want to keep going through the torture of knowing it's going to fail every season. It's, and that's it's, it's hard. You know, Sam asked me today in the truck. We went to, uh, went to the mountains today. Well, yesterday. It was so beautiful. We went to, uh, to the mountains and... We were driving back, and I was so calm and cool. And he was like, honey, do you think the CBS is y'all show? I was like, I don't know. He said, I hope they do, because I'm telling him, you know, my frustrations. And he was like, I hope this guy, like, gets so much recognition and that they really appreciate what you do, because I feel like for you, for me as a fan, and I've been watching the show since season one, and I, Sam, I have never connected to anyone on the radio. Now, you know, you have several blocks out there with Big Brother, several blocks sure. out there. Because for some reason, I just hit it off with you, and I'm just, like, keeping it real every week. I be true to myself and be true to you and to the fans because they're listening trying to figure out the show themselves. And if we can help them any little bit, I appreciate that. But it gets frustrating yep. at times. And for Tammy to say, I hope you, you think the CBS listens to him, I was like, I don't know. I hope they do because I want you to go bigger. Like, you need to be bigger. You need to do more things because you well, put I your passion into it. Well, thank you. And, and like I say, every time you laugh, 
but it's not possible without somebody like you on this show. It is not possible for this show oh, to do what it does, to get oh, the attention please. that it does. No, I'm serious. To get the what attention that it gets that? from somebody who doesn't, who, who knows what they're talking about, who doesn't pull any, pull any punches when they talk about it. And this show thrives because you're the heart of it. And, and, oh, and you can say God. whatever, da, 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 da. That is the truth. That will always be the truth. Without you, without you, this show doesn't, does not work the way that, that, it, that, it, has, that it needs to. And you're the heart of it. I, I put it together, oh, yeah. and I do this awesome thing, but you, you make it happen. You're the one that makes it happen, and you're the one that speaks the yeah, viewer's no. truth. You're the one that speaks no. the viewer's truth. But we I got on this because of you, so it's you. So we can go back and forth with this. In the diary room, whatever, production, put us in the diary room together and talk. No, seriously, it's because of you, because <laughs> Sam and Mary go to the uh, diary room. I'm not even joking. Like, <laughs> it's stupid. And I have yet, honestly, guys, since we've been talking, I have yet not laughed. Coming on, every time you introduce me, I laugh. And I'll actually be used to it. I'm like, what are you doing, Zane? When you change your, your Facebook pictures, I'm like, you're crazy. I love you to death. But no, I you're, you're to... so freaking crazy to me. I love you. Well, we have so much. crazy laughing We do so have a good time. Crazy. But you know what? You're... you're uh, you know what? We're friends. You're part of my family. You're part of my big brother family as well. We're big brother yeah, best yeah. friends. I, I appreciate you so much. Of course, I'm getting the messages now to go to course. But, I, you know, I, I appreciate everything you said, but it's it's no good without you, and that's the end of the story, period. You're the one that makes it work, and that's why I love having oh, you on. And that's what people talk about is when you're on. They love when you're on. So you can say everything you want to, but the proof's in the pudding. People people tell me they listen to hear you. So oh, you can, that is so you, funny because I couldn't – uh-uh, I can't even accept that right now. But I well, love you to gonna, I'm going to force it on you. I'm, I'm going to force it on you because you deserve all that what credit. But I'm <laughs> gonna get a, hey, listen, Thursday's going to be a lot of fun. Thursday's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, I think Thursday's my Lanta. Of, oh, that's right, gonna, word now, my Lanta. My we're going to get like, back oh, somebody. We're going to get that HOH. I think they're going to bring somebody back, and what they're going to do is they're going to kind of do what they did last year where – the returning player is going to play as part of the HOH competition. They could win the HOH competition. I think the whole house is going to be involved in them coming back. Um, but I think it will be like one of those things where everybody's got to stand on a piece of, you know, a piece of wood or a piece of metal and yeah, stand up yeah. as long as they can, mm-hmm. and the last returning <laughs> guest fall off and back in. Of course. Endurance. Yeah, so I, th- I, think we have a, I think we have an opportunity. See, Sam, I'm about to lose my mind. Remember, like, we used to have those endurance that lasted all night. They don't do those yeah. anymore. They need a good yeah. endurance challenge. After I think it's going to happen Thursday. I think we're going to oh, all night Thursday. I hope we have fans listen to us tonight because I promise y'all it is coming. Please trust and believe. If it comes, we're going to bring it harder because, you know, I'm on point. Snap, 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 on point. Let me talk to you about it. I can't I'll wait. I'll tell you what. We've been waiting long enough. Week. We've been waiting long enough, but if we get a good Thursday night, it's going to be off the chain. We should be it's really going to be off the chain. We should be by doing this every freaking two days a week. It's exhausting. It really is. <laughs> I'm, you know, sometimes I think we should have just done Thursday. I should have just talked to the people that were putting this together and say, we should just do Thursday nights. Because really, 
Right now, this season, that's the only time that you're getting any kind of oh. new thing hitting you in the face is on Thursday. You know what, Sam? You know what I felt? And I made a note of this. I said, like, watch that soap opera. You just watch it one day a week and know what happens the whole week, what I watch. That's right. And that's all thing about the season. That's is that not feel. true? It's the truth. You just live for Thursday. Oh, I love us. We're so awesome. We need to do this more. <laughs> oh, we are. We are. And, and I'm going to listen to us. I might, I might. We, you know what? There's a little talk about keeping keeping things going through the Canada season, and I don't know if you watch Canada. I'm going to get it to you, and maybe you we can do a little Canada next year. Okay, listen to me, Sam and fans. I am so Facebook illiterate. I swear to you, Sam, you have to help me with this because I don't know how to do anything on Facebook. I just work and come home and talk to you on the, a couple days a week. I I'm going to find a way. So, yes. If, if we can get you in, if we can get you view in Canada, maybe what we'll do. May, I think what we'll do, and I'm going to talk to the people that put the show together. I, uh, I think what we should do is maybe just do a Thursday, uh, just a Thursday Canada show because Canada starts in like April or May, and we'll just do the Thursday show. That's all we'll do, and they still have spoiler sites up and all that. I think you're really going to like Canada, but we're going to find a way for you to watch it if you want, and if you decide to do it, then we'll, we'll continue on. And then, but you know, even if we don't, we'll, we'll pick up next season on, on the regular Big Brother. But I, you know, maybe we'll talk about doing a little Canada. So I think Canada you'll like a lot better. I think we're going to have a lot of fun with Canada this year. I've heard that. It's I a, think I've told you that before. I think I've heard the, so much good things about Canada. But you know, Canada what? is the so, Canada is the U.S. version, but they're they're really casting good people, and it's it's gotten down and dirty yeah, for the last two years. I've heard that. I've heard yeah, that. A, so we'll get we'll get a way for you to to watch that if we can hook it up. And then we'll just do a Thursday show just for fun. And we'll keep we're our chops up for this thing. We have to stay connected because I will have, I'll, I'll go to Ruth Drops and I'll talk to you. And you have a baby on the way, too. And That's I can't right. wait for that to happen. I know. I'm very excited, you know. But that, you know, that's going to come right around the Canada show. But we'll, we'll be all right. We're gonna, we'll make that Thursday show happen. We'll find a way for you to be able to watch Canada because I've got to find a way, too. So we'll both find a way to watch Canada, and then we'll just do a Thursday show, and then we'll keep our chops together. Absolutely. And but, hopefully but, someone's going to listen to us and just be like, you guys are the bomb, and we get our own radio show. That'd be fun. <laughs> I, that'd be <laughs> fun. We're, and that's, that's the goal. We'll see what we can do. we got some sponsorship. We'll see what happens. But for now, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, the they're hitting me up. But uh, Thursday is going to be fun. So Thursday at 10 o'clock, it's a date, as always. Uh, uh, Big Brother Best Friends are going to be back on Thursday night, 10 p.m., and we're going to talk about what happened. Am I right? Oh, heck Yeah. I'm That's there. Right. I cannot wait. <laughs> I cannot. Right, so no seriously, Sam. I'm so thirsty for this. I cannot wait. Hopefully right, we have some so fun Thursday, things to talk about. As usual, we'll, if we don't have any fun to talk about, we'll figure something out. All right. Thursday do. night, 10 p.m., don't, don't miss me and Miss Chicago. i got to take a commercial break, then I'm going to come back. Let me ask you one question. Do you think that production does things on the show to make things happen? Do you think they rig it? Honestly, I don't think they would do that. I think that my opinion is, you know what, everyone on the show has their own mind. And, I no, I don't. I don't. Because that's taken away from the fans. Because, no, I don't. I want to okay. say that sometimes because I'm be mad, but I don't. Honestly, Sam, okay. I think that these people on the show know what they can make their own decisions on their own mind, and they don't. And that's on them, not on production. But with that okay. being said, we'll talk Thursday. We'll talk All right, Thursday. sounds like a plan. I'm going to go to commercial. I love you to death. We'll see you on Thursday night. Get I'm ready. A, it's going to be fun. Too. All and right, we'll see you in Chicago. When I get off the radio, I'm going to listen to you no more. 
That's right. All right, see you on Thursday night. I love okay. you. Love, love you, too. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Hey, folks, she's the best. You know she's the best. And, I re- and you know that you're sending me messages saying how much you love her. She's hard not to love. She's the best. She can give me credit all she wants to, but really, we all know. I just put the dressing around it. She's the real, real, real center of this thing. So, listen, got to take a commercial real quick because we're already going to run over a little bit. Last two, last two shows have been running over. It's crazy. That's a good thing. I'm going to go to a commercial when I come back, folks. We're going to talk about whether or not Big Brother's rigged, and then I'm going to let you get out of here. All right, folks, stay tuned. It's the Big Brother After Show. Taking a family of five to the amusement park can cost a small fortune. Oh, yeah. So to save some money, we thought, hey, let's bring the amusement park to us. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Uh, step right up. Step right up, young man. Are you ready to ride the Wacky Waterfall? That's just the bathtub with the shower head running. Nope. It's the Wacky Waterfall. It's the shower, Dad. Waterfall. Wacky. There's an easier way to say it. To get a free rate quote, go to Geico.com. Then buy online, over the phone, or at your local Geico office. That's right. We're back, folks. I promise we won't be on much longer. I know we ran a little bit over today, but we, we're having so much fun just talking about old stuff. What other show are you going to get on that you can talk about, Jeff, from Big Brother 11 and 13? What other show are you going to get on that's going to be truthful about everything that's going on? Tell you, hey, it's boring. And say, hey, this is what we need to change it. You're not going to get another show like that on the radio. I'm telling you. Um, so, you know, one of the biggest things that I've heard talked about is rigging. A lot of people felt like Freddie, uh, Frankie uh, was, was putting that bottle of the block competition where Caleb set out, and that production rigged it. You know, I, I hear this all the time. We hear it at least once a season, something's rigged, whether it's Alyssa getting the MVP vote, regardless of how the votes are, um, you know, Rachel winning season, pre-planned to, to, to win season 13. You know, we... we we get this all the time, and there's always a season that people feel like things are rigged. I remember where I think somebody was posting something where Helen was forced off, shoved off, or told to jump off of the um, off of off of the comp for the returning uh, HOHs where Judd won, uh, where they had to stand up on a thing and the the ledge shortened and went long and shortened and went long, and you know everybody says, oh, you can tell somebody tapped her foot. You can look it up online. I, you know, and you know, <laughs> a lot of people feel like the Jeff Clown shoe in 13, where he threw the clown shoe out, 
was also a rig because they think they, they're basically saying that the shoe obviously wasn't that deep in the balls and that he actually threw it out with the balls because it was rigged for him to win, to stay safe. Now, I'll say this. I, I don't know that, that the shows are rigged. I don't know that competitions are rigged. I will say this. I do think that there are competitions that happen on the show which slightly give an advantage to a house guest that they want to stay. Um, maybe they need Frankie to stay that week. And let's be honest, we're dealing with the house full of boars, man. I mean, they're snooze fest. I think sometimes you've got to look at the people that you have on the show and say, you know what, we've got to keep certain people in the house if we can to keep it more interesting. Do I think diary room people, do I think production talks people into voting a certain way? I think they try. I think they, I think they suggestively talk. I think, um, I think it's, it's a lot of suggestive questioning that makes the, the, not, the house guests maybe wonder, well, maybe I should reconsider what I'm thinking about doing. Maybe that's a good idea. Maybe they're right. Maybe I should think about whether or not this vote's going to affect my alliance. You know, it's a question of, hey, Derek, do you think voting out Zach will affect your alliance, and do you think that could cause you problems in the future? And also, do you, are you worried about Zach coming back? I mean, that's all suggestive questioning that can make Derek kind of go, you know what, maybe Zach isn't the right guy to go. Maybe that, man, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, I think that does happen. I don't think production says you've got to vote this or you've got to do that. I don't think anybody does that to them. But I do think that they are asked questions, of course. When you see the diary room sessions, and you see people talking in their diary room, they are being asked questions. They don't just go in there and talk. They go in there, they're asked questions about their game or asked questions about what's going on that week or asked questions about whether or not this, this alliance that you made with so-and-so is a true one or, you know, what's going on with Devin being this way in your alliance, how do you feel about it? They're being set up to, a- to answer those questions, and they have to. It edits out where you're getting a diary room session, where you're getting information that you want to have. Because you like to believe the diary room sessions are true, and I think that they tend to tell the, the production crew the truth about their game. So I think that there are suggestive questions that are asked of the house guests that make them to possibly think a certain way. Now, do they always do it? No, I don't think that the house guest always follows that. But I do think that production does want those questions put out there so that the house guests that are in power or are voting that week are thinking about outside things. I also think that a lot of the problem this year with production is that I don't I think there were too many things crammed in for instance I think that you have an HOH then it's like the next day you have nominations and then the next day you have bow the block and then the next day you have POV that's four days in a row of something major happening in the house and then they edit it out for Sunday and Wednesday show well I think what that does is disallow people to change their minds for instance if you're an alliance and you've got an HOH situation where y'all run HOH and you're in this big alliance and so-and-so has gone up, I think that a couple of days of thinking about your nominations and a couple of days thinking about the POV and a couple of days thinking about Battle of the Block, which I know is tough to do between like Thursday and Thursday, but it is a week. And I know you've got to get your power of veto and you've got to get your Battle of the Block done on Sunday. I really think that Battle of the Block should be done earlier on Sunday uh, maybe on Saturday, like they kind of do, and then maybe do the POV competition on Tuesday. I think that when you give the house guests more time to make a decision, things change all the time. There's always something that's said or one little thing that's mentioned that changes things around. And I think when you put these competitions all in a row, HOH, Battle of the Block, POV, 
I think all you've done is you've, uh, you've allowed the machine to continue on. And I think that that is a major, major con- contribution to the boredom this season. The boredom this season has been, A, because I think 16 people is too many. B, I think it's too much going on in too quick of a time period. When you give alliances and you give people in the house time to think, they change things. They think about things differently. They start talking amongst themselves, and somebody says something to Victoria, and Victoria says something to Donnie. Things begin to change. And I think that there's too many people that are in this house that are allowed to make the decisions quickly and be, be just set on it, and there is no time for them to change their minds. And I think it's made the season very boring. I think the Battle of the Block and, the, and that has added in another com, uh, a conflict position to allow the house guests to be even quicker to make decisions and to have to stick by them. And so the easiest thing to do when you're having to make quick decisions is to do them in a group. Now, do I think production did it that way to make it this season? Maybe, but I think they're regretting it now. I think, I think that production does things to, to try to make the show more interesting. I think they do a lot of experimentation. I don't know that they rig someone to win a competition. I think they slant someone to win a competition. For instance, Jeff threw the clown shoe out. But most people would have liked to have seen Jeff stayed in at that point. A lot of fans wanted Jeff to stay at that point. And they really would have liked for Jeff to win that, that POV to take himself off the double, the double eviction block because he was the second one to go home. It was a quick decision. So he goes up, and he's got to play for POV. I think that he was – I think they're told to go in a certain lane, and I think that they're told, you know, what they have to do. And I think that the shoe was probably placed where, where he would be able to find it quicker. He threw it out. But I don't, think that the, I don't think that Big Brother would edit that if it wasn't a live competition, that they would edit it to make, make him win or make up some reason for him to win. I don't think that they set it up for Frankie to win that, that Battle of the Block. I don't think they set it up for, for, for Donnie to win that Battle of the Block. There'll be somebody that's going to come online tomorrow that's going to say, did you see on that video where they were, handing, they were handing Donnie the bones through the wall when he was down on the floor, they kept dropping bones in front? And that's, that's nonsense. And even if they did, it makes it for a better show. If Donnie doesn't win Battle of the Block this week, it gets boring all over again. Folks, sometimes we don't know what's best for us. Do I think they rigged the show I'm with Miss Chicago? I don't think they do. Do I think that they slant the show to try to make it more interesting to keep us more involved? I do. I think it's important for Zach to stay. I think it's important for Frankie to still in the house, for Caleb and for Derek to still be there. They're all very, very important characters in this house. Uh, Donnie and all them. So I, I think that they do have to try to keep them in. Can you imagine if those guys were gone, you know, earlier on in the show, how boring the show would be with Victoria, Jacosta, Nicole, and Christine? I mean, we'd be dying. So I think that things do have to slant a certain way for us as viewers to enjoy it. But I don't think they rig it. So my final judgment on that, and people are talking about it, is I don't think it's rigged. I think things are set up a certain way, and I think they do need to set up Battle of the Blocks to be one by one person. It's ridiculous that somebody's able to throw it. It's ridiculous that somebody else can jeopardize someone by being able to throw a battle of the block competition. I think that if you are not going to try or you want to give up on the competition or whatever, I think it should still be able to be won by somebody who's on the block who wants to win it. It keeps people from giving up on the game. It makes people keep striving. You can hate Donnie all you want to. You can hate Frankie all you want to. There's two people that are fighting to stay in this game. And any time you give me people that are fighting to win this game, I am fans. 
I am a fan of Frankie. Do I like Frankie's mannerisms? Do I like some of the things he does? No. I said it last week. But at least he's damn playing this game and he's trying. That's more I can say for Cody. That's more I can say for Christine. That's more I can say for, really, Zach. Because a lot of these people are just kind of doing whatever they need to do to survive. There's a couple of people in that house that are fighting to win. That's a big difference. Surviving and winning is two different things. Right now, the game is going to hopefully get better. I can't wait until Thursday. Hopefully, Frankie will not use the power veto and will make a stand and force people to pick between Caleb and Cody. Scary part is if Caleb and Cody come back. If they come back, you've got to deal with that. But I really, really hope, like Miss Chicago, that Hayden's going to come back uh, into the house because I think Hayden will do something. Nicole, sorry, guys, Nicole's a dead duck. I know I know people like her because she was a super fan, quote, unquote, but come on. You know, she comes out of the house mad at everybody. She sees everybody's goodbye messages. All of a sudden, she loves everybody again. That's somebody who emotionally can't handle this game. Sorry, she's a sweetheart. She's a doll. I, I, I do like her as a person, but come on. She doesn't need to come back in that house. Let's hope for Hayden. And I'll be honest with you, if Zach goes, if Zach is backdoored, Zach coming back would be a strong move. But, gosh, I just really think that Frankie and Zach have to work together. And I think it was if Frankie backdoors Zach, it's going to be the worst move of his, of his game. The fight and all that stuff, he recovered from it, no problem. I don't think he recovers from Zach being voted out if Zach doesn't come back, or if Zach does come back, because Frankie's not going to get him to work with him again. So I think it's the worst move Frankie can make. So let's just hope that he leaves nominations the same and takes a shot at Derek and knocks Derek out a little bit and kind of knocks him down a level so that Frankie can make a side. Frankie plays this thing smart. Hayden comes back. He can go to Hayden and Donnie and Zach and say, look, you know, I just betrayed the side of that house. I need people to work with. You guys need somebody to work with. Let's work together. If Hayden comes back in the house, Zach will go with him. Hayden will go with him. Donnie will go with him. The house gets divided, and we get a great season. But, folks, I'm tired of hanging on waiting for it. But I don't think things are rigged. I think that things are slanted. And that's a big point that's going on right now, that people are saying the show's rigged. I just don't think so. I think it's slanted to make people view the show. I think it's slanted to make some of the more popular players stay in. Whether the players take advantage of that slant is a whole other thing. If they slant it in a particular angle and the players don't take advantage of it, then it is what it is. If they do take advantage of it, I mean, really, we win. We, we, you know, look, POV wasn't allowed to be used on Evil Dick when Eric Stein won, won it. Production, that was completely production working that angle. That was completely production interfering. They told Eric Stein he couldn't use the POV. They admitted they told him he couldn't use the POV. Eric, Evil Dick lasts in the house. He wasn't allowed to be backdoored like Eric wanted to do. Evil Dick lasts in the house, and he wins. Of course, you get a couple more weeks of Evil Dick, and guess what? Viewership's way up through the roof. Rachel's going to win season 13. They're going to try to slant it for her to win season 13 by bringing Brendan back, by giving her the same competition for the final HOH that she had, or the HOH before the final HOH, that she had and won in the first week of, of the season of 13. They gave her the exact same competition that she won on, in week one. Folks, they do. They, they, they slant things in certain directions. But you see Rachel go home as much as you hate her. She's entertaining, and people love to hate. And they love to watch people they hate. So let's not be so quick to be upset if they do slant things a certain way. It is entertainment after all, folks, and it is a game. Folks, thanks so much for joining us. Sorry we ran over a little bit. We'll try to get it back down into an hour again. But we do have so much fun talking, and it is hard to break it up when we do that. I know they want us to get more uniform and keep it an hour to edit it better. But this is what we got. 
this is the pure, un, un, uh, I guess, unadulterated, super flying, high energetic, uh, high octane show that we do. And it wouldn't be the same without Miss Chicago. So, again, I want to give her out my thanks and my love and tell her how much I appreciate it. Folks, you can get involved. 917-889-7084. You always talk about how great the show is. Get involved. Be a part of it. I know Miss Chicago wants to talk to you, too. So call in. We love it. We want to hear from you. Folks, Thursday's going to be off the chain, I think. We're going to have a really good time. Don't forget about us. Join us 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central. On Thursdays, we're on right after Big Brother comes off for the people on the East Coast and Central. So join us. Thanks again, everybody. We'll see you. This is the Big Brother After Show. I'm your host, Sam. Thanks for joining us every week. We'll see you Thursday night. Watching, 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 watching,